Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. So today we're going to talk about something that might feel like I am twisting your arm or poking the bear or kind of twisting that little knife that might be in the back of your back already. Um, maybe the language that somebody else has used over you or spoken to you, but I'm not doing it out of a place to create stagnancy. I'm not doing it out of a place to keep you stuck. I'm not trying to put you in a box. If anything, I want to break all of that free. I want you to become free. And I want these strongholds, these limiting beliefs, these these mindsets, these struggles, these back and forth with yourself and with others to stop in its tracks because I believe you have a mission, a very massive mission, a great commission, in fact, to say yes to ultimately bringing life to others. And that's going to be in the way that is uniquely you because only you have this thumbprint. Only you have this heart set. Only you have this mindset or this history or this past, both in trials and tribulations. And so I need you to stop doing the thing that we're going to talk about today. I need you to stop quitting. I need you to stop being okay with plan B. And this is how you're going to do it because I'm going to give you the ways to do it. Seven ways to quit your quit. Are you ready for this? Number one. Quit complaining. You are creating your own roadblocks with your language. We speak life or we speak death from our tongue. It's biblical. And yet you're still okay with putting the roadblocks up, saying the words like I can't or I shouldn't or looking at the perspective of others. So stop complaining. If it's hard, that's true. God never promised it was going to be easy. And so when you're complaining about the heat when it's summertime and you live at the beach, maybe you should move, right? Like this is a very simple example, but stop complaining about things that you may in fact have control over. And if there is no control and you're complaining, you're creating a roadblock for yourself. So think about the complaints. Can you change them? Can you say yes to movement so that that detour is no longer in your way? Number two, quit worrying. Golly, we know that there are so many scriptures aligned to us worrying about tomorrow when there are their own worries for today. And yet, if we create a relationship with God, if we create a prayer life where our faith, our mustard seed of faith precedes our fear, we don't have to worry. And ultimately, if you think about worrying, you have an opportunity in that worry, an opportunity to evolve, an opportunity to become, 
Because when I'm scared about something, when I'm stressed over something or worried about something, whether it's in motherhood, whether it's in my marriage, whether it's in uh, my entrepreneurial path, I realize that there is an opportunity in that worry to either fill in the gap where there is a supporting structure that helps hold me, hold me to the call of motherhood, marriage, entrepreneurship. Those are just three examples off the top of my head. Either bringing in forces of other people, bringing in extra knowledge, bringing in extra help. If I worry, I am just quitting because I'm sitting in fear instead of faith. Number three, quit comparing. We know that comparison is a trap. We hear it all the time. We know that it's also the thief of joy. Comparison is a thief of joy, they say. You're on Instagram scrolling, you're on Facebook scrolling, you're on YouTube scrolling, you're on TikTok scrolling. You're in life with your eyes scanning and scrolling and it's never good enough. Nothing is good enough. No false identity can help soothe your soul. And so yet you compare what you see in the mirror, what accolades you have on your resume, what your bank account says, what your car is that you drive, what your vacations look like, what your wardrobe looks like. And all God cares about is the inside of your heart. And so if we stop concerning ourselves with the exterior and we start concerning ourselves with the interior, comparison becomes obsolete because we all have a mind. We all have a soul. We all have a body and we all have a heart. And ultimately that heart condition is more important than anything else. So stop comparing, get in tune with yourself. The heart that still beats today has purpose and therefore quitting is not an option. Number four, number four way to quit your quit is to quit lying about your capabilities. I kind of alluded to this in the complaining of I can't. And so this really leans into the ability piece, your capability. You can. Are you willing to try? Because trying and doing are two different things. Trying gives you an out. I'll try to do that today. I'll try to make that contact. I'll try to be better in this specific area of life. I'll try, but try is already giving you an opportunity to say didn't work out. It's already giving you an opportunity for plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E. What if plan A is your only option? You don't get to try. You have to do, you have to show up to the call. That's exactly what God is in the great commission. He's not giving us an outlet. He's not saying it'd be really nice if you, he's saying you must. We have to, this is the one thing we're called to do. And so stop quitting based on your capability. You're lying saying you can't. I see it every day. It's an opportunity to rise to the occasion and your lies will inhibit you from doing that. And number five, quit the can't. They're kind of all aligned. Quit lying that you can't because you can't, but quit the can't. Because if you're telling yourself before you even get started 
You're sitting on a dream. I see this all the time. And this is why this is separate than quit lying. Because quit lying could be, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not capable enough. All of those things are lies because biblically we know that they're true. So the can't in number five, I had to make it its own, is the fact that if you say that, you're right. You're, you're telling yourself that you can't and say you can't. But when you tell yourself that you can, you will. I can be a millionaire. I can live on the water. I can love my husband harder. I can be a better mom. Right? We can and so we will. And so affirmations are so critical. And I just want you to understand that if you keep saying I can't, you're going to be like many of the community members who come to me in their 50s, in their 60s. And they say, I don't feel capable. I don't feel like I can. I can't figure out the tech. Yes, you can. If you've gotten this far in life, if you've been an employee or an employer for 60 years and tech just wasn't a part of it, you can figure it out. First off, YouTube. <laughs> Second off, there's a younger generation that can do this with the, their eyes closed and their hands tied behind their back. They'll figure it out with their nose. Their toe will scroll, right? It's the knowing that somebody can And therefore, if you put it in your own isolation, I'm in my own glass box, and therefore none of these things can come fruition, again, you're right. You've quit and trapped yourself in a box. If you break the glass ceiling, if you get out of the box, if you step out of the hula hoop that we often surround ourselves, our little bubbles, and we ask for help, the can't becomes can because I might not be able to yet. I will become whether somebody trains me. It's the whole reason that I'm a coach, right? I don't like when people say I can't. And so I teach them how. You partner with people who already get it, who already understand. And it rises your ability so that you can. So number six is to quit hesitating. Oh my. There's so many biblical revelations in this. We hesitate all the time. Imagine if you were given the opportunity and you were the one in the boat when Jesus called you to step out and stand on the water. I can only see you now because I've put myself in this situation so many times. I would hesitate. Do I need a towel? How far are we going? How long are we going to be gone? Should I have a snack before I get out of the boat? We would be hesitating just in what is our fleshly idea of need. But he says, I will provide all things unto him who believes in me. We will bear fruit in our lives if we trust. But our hesitation is ultimately a can't. I'm hesitating because I don't have enough right now. Guess what? You'll never have enough if you don't activate. Stop hesitating. Number seven. Seven is the number of completion, right? And this is on seven ways to quit your quit. Quit quitting after you lose. Quit quitting after the L. What if Super Bowl champs, what if pro athletes at the Olympics, what if our children, I want to give you a span, what if a toddler, a waddler, if you will, tried to walk and they fell the first time, like, can't do it, you're out. What if the athlete, whomever it is, fell off the balance beam during one of their meets and they didn't get back up. 
and later becomes a gold medalist. I think about Carrie Strug and how she did it with a broken ankle, right? It's the knowing that you can, but if you quit after you lose, you're never learning from the loss. You're never growing to become better. You're never practicing to get the gold and the goal or the gold wealth or, or the accolade, whatever it is. I hear people all the time. I want to be a New York time bestseller. Then what? I want to claim the gold. I want to get the victory. I want to have the million dollars in my bank. Okay. Then what? If we live our lives only on a goal, when we get to the goal, we, we claim the thing, even if it's good, even if it's great, even if you worked really hard to get there and then you got to it and then you gave up. Is that what you're actually going to do when you claim the victory? It's no different when you claim the loss, grow from it, learn. It creates wisdom for the other people who are going to come after you. I don't like when people quit. I see it too often. And so this is for you to get off your tush, get out of the boat, say yes to the God dream, say yes to the calling. Don't quit in the process. It is hard. I get it. I can pray with you over it. I can like instill continued progress over perfection because as you progress, he perfects his will, his mission over your life, which is the grandiose mission, the great commission. Say yes today. We need you. I need you. The most powerful thing you can do to unlock your greatness and step into your next level of abundance is to get in the room with others who have been where you want to be and perhaps are going where you want to go. But oftentimes we can put ourselves in the wrong room based on exterior vantage points, what they wear, where they go, what they do. When we know in our heart of hearts that we should be following people, standing along people who are aligned in true wealth. Stop feeling alone in the journey of growth as a business leader and an entrepreneur who loves God. Stop struggling to find the right answer when it's already been written. Stop giving up on the desires of your heart when God placed them there with intention. Stop standing in this lack mentality when your prosperity is critical for all of us in the kingdom. Come, find a seat at the table at the most impactful faith-driven business conference you will ever experience. Alongside ministry-driven marketplace leaders, you will evolve, unlock, and activate your next level. That just sounded like a video game. This is not the meta, okay? This is your IRL, your in-real-life chance to be in the room with some of the greatest kingdom entrepreneurs of our time. Founders, innovators, trailblazers who are God-centered are coming together to grow their business for God's sake. And that's an inside-out job. You will leave this three-day intensive with action plans, new income strategies, fresh mentalities towards business and life integration, and a sense of freedom that will have others magnetized to what you are selling by the way you freshly and uniquely serve. It's happening on November 4th through the 6th, 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee, with a highlight VIP event on November 3rd. There are seats at the table for you, but they will go fast. It's a limited reservation. So get your tickets now at growforgod.com. Again, that's growforgod.com. 
I cannot wait to hug your neck. I cannot wait to see you there in person. I cannot wait for this energetic room to just light up the world because that's what we're going to do when we leave this conference. But you got to be in the room. IRL, let's go. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.